Today, learn from Minders, who used to be an Amazon seller, but now he dedicates his time helping Amazon sellers learn one system that helps them supercharge their business without having to add more hours to their workday. How's it going, everybody? This is Bradley Sutton, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast. All right, now today on the Serious Sellers Podcast, I've got my good buddy Minders here who's going to give us some really important information I think a lot of us overlook about building a product management system. You know, sometimes we just get so tunnel vision for you guys who are sellers on Amazon and we just think about all keywords, oh, selling on Amazon, profit margins, but installing a system in order to scale your business is very important. So Minders is an expert on that. Miners, how's it going today? Uh, it's going really great, Bradley. Thanks for having me on on your podcast. All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself, like how you started, or what was your first kind of entry into the Amazon world? Like how far, how many years back does this go? Um, well, it goes back to 2013. Um, I, I joined Amazon private label in the amazing selling machine world, ASM1. Okay. And what was your first entry then? Like, you took that course and then like right away you went and tried to find a product or how did that work? Uh, well, you know, it was really, it was an interesting thing. I took the course uh, and because I was looking for, for a way to trade, uh, you know, stop doing time in exchange for money, but to leverage through something where I could create a big income stream and have residual income coming in that wasn't related to it, an hour's worth of consulting, you know, to getting paid for that. So that was my entry into it. And of course, what I thought, like so many other people, is that uh, this was going to be a pretty easy business because Amazon stored your inventory. Amazon brought the sellers to the website. Amazon collected the money and made you a check and and uh, shipped out the product. Mm -hmm. And lo and behold, as a lifelong entrepreneur, what I discovered this was this was one of the hardest businesses I had ever done. Why would you say it was hard? What happened? Did you have any bad experiences at the beginning? Well, you know, I, it was hard from the standpoint that there were were a lot of moving parts. It wasn't a negative hard. It was just it had to use every tool that I had developed and, uh, you know, utilized as an entrepreneur in different businesses and industries. And uh, and so all of those marketing techniques really needed to come to bear, you know, in order to make the the uh, uh, make this a successful venture. So the thing that was really interesting is right up front, I realized that in order to make this go, I had to source products in China. And Initially, I had a resistance to that whole thing. It was like this mystical land way overseas on a faraway continent. And so I quickly said, you know, in order to, to do this well, I need to just uh, become an expert on China. So um, I immediately went to China within my first three months in the business and I, uh, you know, met with the initial suppliers that I was dealing with. And since then, I've been all over China. I've, you know, been the most major metro areas on the, uh, wet, on the East coast of China, been to the Canton fair a few times, Iwu, um, et cetera. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the people who listen, uh, they've taken similar paths, you know, finding the product, sourcing it in China, selling it on Amazon. So, so far, you know, I might be listening. I'm like, okay, well, Bradley, this is, this is all great, but uh, what, where's my value? So I think the value that you bring and which is why I brought you on here. And I think it's very important. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what, first of all, what does having a project management system even mean? And second, secondary question is, what do you think Amazon sellers are missing out on or what negative is happening if they don't have one implemented? Um, great question. Well, the, you know, the title for the session today is the one system you need to scale your business. And that is a project management system. So all of the stuff that I was talking about with all the moving parts that you have in your business, I, that, Typically, what I found when I first started adding products is that it was like spinning plates. So the first plate was spinning the product picking plate, and then I'd have to choose suppliers. And, and along the time I got to setting up the listing, that first plate started to wobble because it took so long. I didn't have a structure or systems to do all this stuff so that when I actually finished my launch and was looking at another uh, product to launch, I had to go back and try to remember what the steps were early on in the process. And so did my team. So then what I decided to do was to utilize my project management skills. Uh, and basically what that means is you, you set up a structure by which you organize all of the tasks that you have in your business, you know, into core systems. And then you uh, facilitate that with that structure, your team being able to utilize that those systems in order to add a lot of products fast and in a consistent, systematic way. Okay. So this is something that you didn't just start, you know, once you became an Amazon seller, you actually had been using, you know, project management system technique before your Amazon days. Is that correct? Absolutely. And, uh, and I've got a great story on uh, how it came to my awareness that this was my, this was my talent. This was my gift and, uh, and really led me to focus on this in my Amazon business. So uh, if, if you'll allow me, I'll share that story. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. All right, great. So um, I mentioned early on that I was trading time for dollars. And so I got into the Amazon world to, you know, to break that pattern. So uh, uh, back in in the day, I was a launch manager um, using the product launch formula approach and I uh, and was consulting with with different people who were launching uh, info products, uh, not Amazon products at the time. And I, I actually had released some courses related to the Camtasia platform uh, myself. And as a result of that, I met an internet marketer named Don Crowther, who's done some seven figure launches uh, and was was uh, later on did a big social media launch. Well, uh, we joint ventured on a project related to Camtasia, then lost touch for about a year or so. And then he called me up out of the blue 
and said, Minders, I am three weeks away from a major launch and things are way behind and I need some serious help on organizing the team and all the the disparate things for this to come together. So I rolled up my sleeves, dived in. We uh, made that launch happen. And in a week's time, we did over seven figures. uh, And it was it was you know, tremendous experience for him and for me. I've uh, got some great testimonials from that. But what happened, Bradley, was that it was validation of the value in project management, especially when you have to harness a lot of moving pieces in a short amount of time. So after that, I it was when I first was introduced to Amazon and Quickly after those experiences that I mentioned, I started taking all of those processes and putting them, you know, into a system so that uh, I templated every one of the core systems of Amazon. And I, you know, I found that to be seven core systems and I templated those with task lists and, and SOPs and created it so that every time I brought on a new product, I could download the templates into a project for for each of those seven systems and take the team members that I wanted to assign to those functions, uh, product picking, supplier sourcing, et cetera, and then seamlessly go about a systematic way to bring on new products fast. So in less than a year, uh, we went from 12 products to 32 products utilizing that approach. Wow. That's, that's pretty incredible. Now, how, how big was your, your team at that time? Um, well, the, my team consisted of seven, uh, uh, outsourced people. I personally like to work with virtual assistants, um, and, uh, independent contractors. So my, my primary, uh, assistant worked half time. She was my executive assistant uh, and was in the Dallas area. And she ran the rest of the team and they were overseas, you know, in the Dominican Republic, the Philippines, all over the place. So I would imagine that especially if an Amazon seller has a similar structure in their company, as far as, you know, instead of everybody just being in one house uh, or one office or something that having these kind of systems and SOPs in place are even more important when you don't have that face-to-face connection. Is that, would that oh, be accurate? Um, it's, it's totally accurate. Um, I have a, a friend in the Amazon space who, who's, you know, does millions and millions of dollars a year and he works by utilizing uh, a system like this less than 15 hours a week. And he has it so that his team, you know, does the work and they report to him by it, by a very systematic means that minimizes the, uh, you know, the crash on his time. And so the systems are really important and it's, it's a choice to either be, overwhelmed by all of the tasks that need to be done and and the interruptions of your team or to set up a structure that includes not only the tasks, but the method of communication so that your process works efficiently and you have the balance you want as an owner in your life. 
Oh, wow. So working 15 hours a week, yeah, that's kind of like the dream. I think all of us, I think I'm working 15 hours just today alone, but yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's a side, that's a side point. But um, here, here's a question I think that, that many, you know, like myself might have. There's a lot of us, myself included, who I don't know if I want to call it control freaks, but like who kind of think that, hey, we're the only ones who know how to do this. Because all of us, you know, we don't start with big teams. You know, we start with one product at one you know moment in time and, and we scale from there. So we're used to at the beginning doing everything on our own. And it's very hard for us to like give up different parts of the business, you know, to an assistant or, or to a, an employee or something. So, so what would you say to people, you know, like myself who may, might be of that mentality, like not wanting to give up control or not thinking that others can do what I do? Like, what would you tell us? Um, well, well, first of all, it's just not reality. Um, you know, it's it's a, a mental thing that we tell ourselves and we all do that. And uh, what, you know, what typically happens is we fall into a mode where uh, sometimes when we want to outsource something or, we you know, we'd love some, somebody else to do something, we look at it and we tell ourselves that, you know, in the amount of time that it would take me to teach somebody else, I might as well do it myself. And what happens is we do that over and over and over again, and we never get it off our plate. So the the thing that I tell people to do, uh, and I share this with my clients, is next time you set about to do a task that someone else can do, uh, just sit down and turn on your your video recorder, you know, do your loom or Camtasia or whatever, and just start recording your process and talk, you know, so that your screen is capturing wherever you go. You're talking about what you're looking at and why. And then the next time you want it done, uh, hand it over to a team member to do it and ask them to look at the video and to create an SOP for that process. And so in the system, uh, one of the onboarding pieces is that you teach uh, people how to do an SOP so that that process is standardized in your organization. So once they start doing that, Bradley, you know, it's you you start doing that for a task and you get the the result back from somebody doing it successfully and documenting it. Two things happen. One, you start to free up that control feeling within you that prevents you from outsourcing or or from delegating. And the second thing that happens is that now you have a, a new component to your system so that it can be replicated. And if somebody leaves, you've got documentation for somebody to self train themselves. That sounds good. Now, I know there's still probably some skeptics out there who, you know, might not be convinced. What are some, I don't know, like maybe success stories you can share with us? Uh, you've mentored, you've had many clients over the years implementing your systems in where like, let's just say, you know, this product X here, you know, they were making $1 million, you know, a year on Amazon. But then after implementing these systems and, and starting to change the way they do business, you know, without hiring a million more people or completely changing their business, you know, or their brand or anything like that, but strictly with, by implementing the, these kind of systems, like what kind of success stories can you give me of, of how somebody was able to scale better by implementing this? Um, well, I'll, I'll give you one, you know, uh, that happened recently. I have uh, a client named Daniel who started at mid 2018. So 
just about nine months ago. Actually, it was like in July or so, the end of July. And uh, the, the situation was he was in the nutritionals area and was starting to get a lot of pressure from the FDA uh, as well as Amazon in terms of requirements for his product. So he knew he wanted to diversify. Um, his business was a little bit over $100,000 a month. And he had the luxury of being able to source in America, you know, for the nutritional line so that his production uh, cycle was very short and his replenishment of inventory rapid as well, uh, contrary to typically overseas. So uh, he came to me and I, I helped him implement the seven core systems with all of the SOPs and the task lists um, and the you know, the timeframes and integrating with the team. And what I told him, I said, if you want to get maximum traction on this, what I'm going to suggest that you do is hire a project manager for your business. And here's, here's what the job description looks like, the behavioral profile and, and all of that. And I'll work with both of you guys together. And that's what he did. His very first step was he hired a project manager and they quickly over the next three to four months, implemented one by one, these systems started expanding their product line um, and actually having to source overseas in China, you know, to get diversification and bring on a new brand. Well, uh, now, uh, by the end of six months, they were over, they were about $325,000 a month. Their most recent month, they're at 400000 uh, a month. Wow. Now, I know there's a combination of factors there, uh, you know, so I, I won't take all of the credit for that. But but I can tell you, he made a commitment and and we implemented those in his business and um, and he's flying. Wow, that's great to hear. Now, is there a certain level that one must be at in order to have this be advantageous? Like I would assume, obviously, it's a, a given that, you know, if you've got a team of of 10 people you know, you definitely need to do this. But is there a case where maybe you're just the lone ranger, you're, you're by yourself. If somebody is just by themselves, or maybe it's a family business, they only work with their, their wife at, at home. Is it still important to implement these systems or it's only applicable to when you have a big team? Uh, no, it's definitely applicable for a solopreneur. And, um, and, you know, most of the clients that I work with have, uh, say, five to 10 max employees, staff, whether, you know, paid or independent contractor. And the, the key is the way that I like to describe it is that you're, you're putting in project management either on, you know, a company wide basis. So let's, you know, let's look at it from an Amazon business standpoint. Um, so company wide basis, you're, you're looking at each product that you bring on as uh, a, as a new project. And so that project has all of the systems involved in, in launching that product from, you know, picking the product to suppliers, setting up the listing, uh, the setting up the marketing and launching it and so forth. Um, and so if you're 
bringing on products like that and you're starting to add by bringing on these systems you're enabling yourself to start to add staff you know so it's kind of like bringing on a team uh, such that, hey, I want somebody in the Philippines to do keyword research for me, very affordable. Well, now you have a system that shows you how to do keyword research. Uh, and of course, Helium 10, you know, f- figures very prominently into that process, uh, you know, dynamic tool for that. And and so now you have a system that you can then outsource to someone who has the research skills and you teach them to do it exactly the way that you want to do it. So that's that's what systems do for you. Uh, and same way with any graphic work or listing setup or marketing, you have you set it up the way you want it to get done. And then you bring on an affordable person that will do it the way that your system dictates. All right. So now let's say I work with you. You help me get my system in place. Now, on average, how often or how long does it take to like really tweak it? Like I'm assuming that, you know, the very first time I I get into something, I might not know what the best you know method is. And then I, I see, oh, shoot, you know, actually, this is not the greatest SOP for this process. But like, how long does it take to get to make it a real like well-oiled machine and then after that is it kind of like clockwork or or do you do you suggest that people still review it every now and then in order to optimize uh well well it's an ongoing process and um you know what i do is um i i actually have a course where i uh bring on both the owner and the project manager. And in a lot of cases, the companies don't have a project manager. And so the the course is uh, also oriented towards hiring that project manager. And I've got two tracks, one for the owners with minimum time investment because Amazon owners are hugely busy. And so I just want to give them an understanding of, of the system and what the role is. And then when they hire their project manager, then we start working together in uh, in group calls so that each time they come on, they can bring their personal situation and we can look at it and massage it. That sounds great. That sounds great. So any other tips that you think that sellers are missing out on or any other, not necessarily tips, but kind of like treats or what you think that they're going to be able to have an advantage over others once they implement this. Like obviously one of the top things I like to hear is, hey, working less during the week and less mistakes. But what are some things that maybe doesn't come that that I wouldn't think of naturally that's a byproduct, a positive byproduct of implementing systems? Uh, well, it's there's a, a sense of absolute control when you are on top of of your business and and your growth goals so that you know that you're on track to implement them. Uh, so it's one thing to say we'll we'll save time so that you can have more balance and do the other things that you know that you want to want to do in life. But it's another thing altogether when it comes right down to implementing that. And so the only way that I have found where you can, when you go into that balance time away from your Amazon business, so that it's not in your head 24 seven is to know that you have 
a plan uh, with with your sales and profitability goals by month, and that the achievement of that plan is tied into a project management system where you know all of all of those aspects of the plan are nailed down solid with people overseeing them uh, and acting independently uh, and only in primarily going to the project manager, but coming to you on an exception basis. So uh, huge um, internal benefit knowing that, that, uh, that you can operate from that place. And the, the, the result is that frees up your mental space as an owner to focus on strategy and being creative. You know, what's next? What other marketing avenues uh, do I want to go down? What other brands do I want to bring on? Because you're out of the day-to-day operations, you're working in the strategic space, and from that place, bigger results happen. Cool. All right. Now, completely switching gears here. I, you you might not have an answer for this, or, or you may have an answer for this, but I'm sure, you know, most of the processes are, are kind of like standard for Amazon sellers. It's like, okay, hey, we're going to have an SOP that part of it is uh, how to find a product to sell on Amazon. Okay, well, you got to use black box and this is the steps you take. How to do, you know, your keyword research or, or which employee is going to handle customer service. But I'm sure you allow some of your clients to customize, you know, th- th- their processes, like whatever works for them. Have you ever had a client that just has like some really funny or crazy part of their process, but hey, it works for them. Like, hey, every morning at 9 a.m., the entire team needs to hop on Zoom and do some Tai Chi. Or, or is, there, is there a funny story that, you know, without embarrassing anybody, you could, you could tell us about? Uh, well, you know, that that's great that, that you mentioned that because um, I think that, that the reality is every company has their own approach, you know, and we're talking small businesses and it does revolve around the owner and and how they they like to do business. So I had uh, one company that that came in and the owner wanted to have what he calls a scrum um, every morning, you know, for a half an hour with with his team. And what was happening was people would come to the meeting and they would just BS and, you know, ramble all over the place because they didn't have enough new things to fill, you know, a half an hour. So I what I had to do. Because this owner needed to have his fingers in all aspects of the company. And so what I had to do was pull the owner out of those meetings um, and, you know, move it to a once a week meeting. But letting the the teaching the new project manager to have a communication system so that he could be on the pulse of what was happening and then respond with individual meetings, you know, individual Zooms or whatever to answer the needs of, of the people. So by what eventually the owner, you know, got got less intense and and more relaxed in his approach to the business because he saw that he could work without his finger in the pie. That's great. That's great to hear. So if somebody wants to find out more information, I mean, I know I want you definitely to talk about the conference that you're going to have me on. But before that, where can they find out more information or contact you to learn more about, you know, your systems and how they can implement in their business? What's what's the best way to reach you? Uh, Well, the best way to reach me is 
at minders at beyondproductive.com. And so that's minders spelled with a Y, M-Y-N-D-E-R-S at beyondproductive.com. And, uh, and of course, my, my primary website is beyondproductive.com. Okay. And then the, what is the uh, conference? I think it's going to be myself and Kevin King and a lot of cool uh, influencers in the Amazon space will be speaking about different topics on there. So how, how can people find out about this summit that you're doing? Um, great. Well, so let me tell you what it is. It's called the e-commerce launch summit. And it's the uh, it's an Amazon private label conference. So it's it's for people who are either currently in Amazon private label or in other areas of e-commerce that want to get into Amazon private label. And so uh, it takes place on two days in April, April 17th and 18th. And uh, uh, as you might imagine, the the conference is I call it a, a micro summit. It's a virtual summit uh, over those two days. We have 13 speakers, including yourself, Bradley. And the focus is on the seven core systems. And we've, we've never really identified them. So let me just say them by name here, uh, because they're paramount to everything that I have worked with on clients and and universally they agree you know this is a critical path so it's product picking supplier sourcing and this is all sequential obviously the production management and then ultimately inventory control aspect of your business setting up a listing including your keyword research uh, and then your your pre-launch or marketing setup the actual launch when you're all ready to go and you want to get traction in a short amount of time and then the the sustainability or improving your listing position component where you move up by step function and then repeat the process so i've i've got you mentioned kevin king i you know i've got steve simonson i uh, elena saris you know jessica steele Karen Thomas, just a whole bunch of, of good names in the business, a lot of million, multi-million dollar producers who are experts in each of those areas. And then, then a few vendors as well, you know, talk, uh, sharing their, their products that, that help with these processes and systemizing them. So the way to find out more about that, go to ecommercelaunchsummit.com. Uh, and there you'll be able to find the information on the summit and um, and uh, you can attend the sessions for free. And uh, I, so go to ecommercelaunchsummit.com and you'll find out more about it, what I've just been talking about. All right. Now, if people I mean, this is still, you know, way, way before the summit is actually happening. So but if people are, are hearing this podcast afterwards. If they still go to that website, will they, do you know if they'll be able to get more information still or be able to list to replay or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. This will be an evergreen product. So uh, uh, tons of value. The The content is over the top. I've uh, I've pre-recorded all but one session so far. They're at the, the editor, the video editor. And I can, I can tell you that you could take the content from the speakers and, and build your own SOPs um, and, and have the 20% that will yield you the 80% of the results. All right. Well, Minders, thank you so much for joining us. There's some 
points that you made today that I think a lot of Amazon sellers out there are not yet utilizing. And hope you guys are able to take some of this and maybe get some more information from Minders if you want to implement it. And Minders, thank you again for the information and we'll see you on that summit.